to another edition of How Did This Get Booked. I, of course, am your host, Jake Manning, and I'm a veteran of the professional wrestling business for over a decade, and I've held every single job except selling popcorn. I'm joined, as always, by a man that was bopping his head along to that snappy intro. You killed did, it. You no, nailed it. No mistakes this time, no. unlike last week. A one take in, Manning. One take Manning, because I didn't look you in the eye. That's because right. if I look you in the eye, mm. I know that you're going to steal my soul, yep. and I can't allow that to happen. take it from you. Can't, You've I, stolen mine. I think it's all. It's only fair now. Yeah. Uh, after last week, uh, oh, well, yeah, definitely after this week too. Yeah, yeah. Well, this week, this week will definitely steal a man's soul. Fucking sure. lord. <laughs> Fuck. You like the show? Fucking love it. You wait, God. I loved. I loved every minute of this. Jesus. I Fuck. loved every minute of this. Why you keep looking over? I don't know. I just noticed you had all those Ninja Turtles for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> so, Are, you're trying to avoid the topic of discussion. Yeah, I mean, right? if I could just somehow skip it, not do this episode. Yeah, if I could have, if I could have pulled off a fucking bin and just not watch part of it. Yeah, you'd only watch three fourths of the show, and then yeah. I, well, that's okay. I would have done what I did to Ben and just sat you down in front of watch the and watched the rest of it while we waited. Actually, for you. I actually watched it. Like there was so much traffic to get here, I watched like over half of it in the car on the way over here. So, well, but I, but what did I fucking tell you? Is fucking dem shits yeah. is only fucking forty two minutes. I, well, mine also had ads that I couldn't skip. Yeah, yeah. yeah and so that was that sucked. And they went off every five minutes, and they weren't lined up with the actual commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. It's all sorts of fuck. Mm-hmm. But go ahead, we'll finish this little introduction. And we'll get to it. I mean, yeah. Basically, our topic of discussion. We'll watch the Baywatch episode. Ugh, fuck. And. Uh, and part of the reason why we're doing this is people are like, man, you're doing another Baywatch episode? I went back and looked at our SoundCloud numbers. Want to know what our fucking top listen to episodes are? Not really, but go on. Ones where we talk about fucking Baywatch, okay? Jesus. So so Baywatch and Baywatch? Yes. For we, those keeping score at home, this is the third Baywatch thing we've done in a couple months. Motherfucker, we are very close to turning this into a Baywatch <laughs> podcast. We are very Zane close. and Jake watch Baywatch? Because it is, it is a disparity between our non-Baywatch episodes <laughs> and our Baywatch episodes, especially on SoundCloud. So I can only imagine what they're what they're doing on Apple Podcasts. But what is going down at Apple Podcasts is we have a new champion sitting on top of the review poll, and that is Nick Olesa. That is the same Nick Olesa, who is Nick Alexander from Ten Bell Pod, um, a podcast that is not a traitorous and murderous podcast. Um, Fuck, I ain't even done that podcast in a while. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, a fucking it's dead. Oh no, it's it's a real thing. It's not. It's, it's still a, there. Like it's it, still getting views and likes and stuff. Yeah, it's it still exists. Yeah, I'm still paying twenty bucks a month for it. I might as well. <laughs> might, as well might as well plug it. Yep. <laughs> it's it's content. Yeah, I got this content going on got over here, content. guys. Um, but Nick Alexander. He's sitting on top of the whole Apple podcast, and all he did was just copy and paste the word what a hundred times. Now, I have I thought about this last time we talked about it a moment ago, but so, and Nick, you can maybe answer this if you listen or if you don't, whatever. Uh, did he copy and paste what individually 100 times, or did he write one like what 
and then write it like maybe two or three times and then copied that and then wrote and then so now we've got uh, he copy pasted that. Now we've got six. Now we copy the six. Now we've got twelve when we paste that, and so on and so forth. I think what he did because the one what is, the first what is capitalized, then the second what is not capitalized. Then he copy and paste that, and then paste, 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 uh, paste, 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 wow. paste, paste, paste. That's what it looks like to me. Ooh. So, so really, Nick, if you could just kind of toss us an answer whenever you get a minute. That's, yeah, just whenever. And just, <laughs> I need to know the psychology of this debate. And, and slide into my DMs and let me know your shirt size and your mailing address, because that's what I owe you for leaving a review, and a review that just says what a hundred times, five stars. Five stars. And you don't need to give us five stars. Yeah. You can or literally, put a hundred words. You can just copy and paste out of this good book. You could copy and paste the name of the show. You could have posted... 12 reviews by this moment in time <laughs> and you would be entitled to a free t-shirt by just sliding into my DMs leaving your shirt size and your mailing address and I would get it out to you immediately. Was there punctuation after the what? Was nope. it question mark? Was nope. it just straight up? Just straight what, 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 what? Fucking. That's all. It helps with the algorithm. That's all. That's the only reason we ask. We, we are not asking you to join a Patreon. We're not. We're not selling. Not like some other podcasts will. Nope. Um, <laughs> we, we will not do that. Not here. Uh, we, we do have ads. We do have ads later on. I know no, we didn't discuss it, but don't worry. I, when we get to it, we will get we, to okay. it. Okay. Hey, baby. We, 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 we will get to our ad of the day. Yeah, and that, yeah. that's the most we will ever do uh, to this podcast. Yeah. We're not going to like demand you to join Patreon or mm-hmm. anything else. No, Just no. leave a review. And we're going to give you a free T-shirt. Much like I've probably already given a free t-shirt to Gabriel Kidd, if I'm not mistaken. He is sitting at the top of the pole of Stitcher. So thank you very much for that, you guys, for leaving reviews. It helps out tremendously. That's all we're asking for. It's just a little bit of your time. It's kind of been a little bit dead as far as the reviews go, so I'm hoping that kind of spikes back up mm-hmm. to help with that algorithm so we can get to the top of the charts, especially around the holiday seasons. People are like traveling, and they're looking for some really good entertainment on their way home. <laughs> Try not to off themselves. Yes, yeah. well, all those things. Yep. So I don't have to do another dead grandma episode yeah, around Christmas oh. time that would be appreciated again I mean, you got any more grandmas left are we out of dead grandmas I got one I got one left I see if she can at least wait a year I got I, I got one so but um, or hope that makes Santa slay two don't worry I'll, I'll, we'll watch a, like a Miz Christmas movie <laughs> yeah. like th- th- that'll th- that won't make me feel depressed at no all. not at all but what doesn't make me feel depressed Jesus fuck is the topic of discussion today yeah which is the Baywatch episode <laughs> entitled Blindside <laughs> from season four, episode four. It debuted October 4th, the year of our Lord, 1993. <laughs> Starring one of the greatest actors of our generation, David Hasselhoff. John Gonzalez. David Hasselhoff as Mitch Cannon. Um, now, obviously, at this, this moment in time, not everybody in the cast appears in this episode. We have this is this is the era of Baywatch where we have Nicole Eggert as Summer Quinn. We have the Matt Brody character. We have Lieutenant Stephanie Holden, as always. We have Garner. Uh, <laughs> the black dude on the motorcycle is never there. <laughs> he, but trust me, he's definitely there on Baywatch Nights. Yeah, all good. Yeah. Is he getting it in? That gets it in. Good for him. He gets it in. He's just as prominent as David Hasselhoff. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, but we do see Jeremy Jackson Hobie. <laughs> Probably a fixture of this episode. Also, too, Pam Anderson, C.J. Parker. Yeah, we do all get over this episode. Her, her amazing acting abilities. What? Uh, where does this fall in relation to the other episode that we watched? Is this before that or after that? Well, uh, this is, I believe, bef- no, this is definitely before because this is 1983. Okay, I believe it was 90. 
596 because it was from Bash at the Beach 1995. Okay. Um is is the is when the WCW pay-per-view okay. happened, but then of course it aired much later because Vader was already in the WWF at the time, so 1996. So okay. this is 3 years earlier, but okay. this is like the beginning of the sweet spot. Baywatch. Wait, it took them four seasons to get to the sweet spot. Well, this this brings it to another uh, discussion I was going to get into a little bit later on. Baywatch originally started as an NBC series, okay, for a couple for a couple seasons, and it was much more NBC ish. Yeah, it was more like action adventure mm-hmm. and they, less tits. The, uh, yes, far less tits. Like they had Parker Stevenson. They had two male lifeguarders. More about you know like two male lifeguards and they just had a few women on there and then all of a sudden when I think it's syndication I'm like oh let's get some tits in this fucking place and <laughs> let's and they didn't fucking look back nope and mm-hmm. that's what their calling card were, was uh, is just you know it'd be sex, better. you know what's great better than these tits let's put these tits in slow-mo also too not not just tits, but also good looking guys. Yeah, like they they had. They could have done it with a little bit more hog action. I they mean, don't they get had me wrong. Aver- they had average looking dudes. Yeah, on like the mm. NBC show, but when they got the syndication, like when you got the David Chokichi, <laughs> oh fucking hell, man. Yeah, and well, then, the NBC didn't want you to be like uh, intimidated by the men on there. You can't have these like stud dudes and these hot chicks. Like, no, I think I could fuck these girls. I look better than that. Lifeguard. Yeah, and actually, the only, only like stud dude they had in the NBC series was actually the guy who played John D. Court. <laughs> this is a, a a character has that it came back from the early uh, couple of seasons run. Like he was just kind of a background guy, uh, played by John Allen Nelson, uh, but he was a part of the NBC run, and he actually had an episode where he got trapped underneath an underwater cave with uh, Parker Stevens's character. And I think one of them died, and obviously it wasn't John D. Court. Yes, <laughs> he's here. Um, also on the NBC series, they had uh, Erica Leniak, uh, who actually made an appearance uh, from in Boone the Bounty Hunter. John oh, Mor- John Morrison's piece uh, makes me want to watch Boone. Great, which we may, you know, we might as well. I mean, we fuck. might as well. That's what this fucking show's about, and it's yeah. a Baywatch connection. So obviously that You're episode in. is gonna climb up the charts of SoundCloud. Also, too, in this episode is a guy by the name of Zach Norman, who plays Valdez. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach Norman is one of the bad guys from Romancing the Stone. Yeah. Are you familiar does, with I uh, do know what that is. Uh, okay. He does not look like a Valdez at all. No. He is a white man. As you can tell by the last name, Norman. Mm-hmm. But he kind of plays our Harvey Wolfman character. Our, our slave driver. Because he is in charge of Manny, who is played by... <laughs> Uh, Jorge Gonzalez, <laughs> giant Gonzalez, who uh, th- this episode comes out, believe it or not. Don't, <laughs> don't, uh, I don't believe it just already. A, just a few days before he's released by WWE. Oh, like WWE, you need that bodysuit. Well, that's that's see, that's a funny thing. I saw this episode before I because I was I wasn't able to watch. Uh, WWF at this time mm-hmm. because it was very much like a cable thing. Raw was on USA Network. I did not have USA Network. Mm-hmm. This was before DirecTV. Still another year before I have DirecTV. Um, but I definitely sure shit was watching Baywatch at this time. Yeah. And sure shit recognized him from wrestling magazines. Mm-hmm. So I was aware of him. So when I saw him in the fucking, fucking airbrushed muscled suit with fur on it, I'm like, oh yeah, fucking carnival freak show strongman. Yeah. So when I saw the VHS tape of WrestleMania 9, I'm like, yeah, that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. He's a 
carnival freak show large large man giant giant and but people were like I don't understand why this thing I'm like no no, no. didn't you guys watch the Baywatch episode <laughs> like, yes, <laughs> seriously even though the Baywatch episode came out well after his whole <laughs> fucking run that's what they were fucking going for but nobody's ever explained that nope. so I cracked the fucking code there you are there you go it's because and that's car- what this podcast is really about that's why he fucking wore the suit that he did in the WWF <laughs> when he was feuding with the Undertaker because mm-hmm. it's carnival big man fucking giant type fucking attire. That's what they were going for with Giant Gonzalez. So there's your fucking explanation, Why? In case you guys are curious. In case you guys are fucking curious, because Vince McMahon is obsessed with the carnivals, like low-key. And Baywatch. And Baywatch. And Baywatch. As, as we can tell, because the, we have still not done all of the wrestler Baywatch episodes. <sighs> Wait till we get to the Shawn Michaels Debbie Reynolds episode. Bless it. You... you I'll wait. It's already blessed. It's, it's already blessed. It's called Baywatch. It's called Baywatch. Okay. Um, and as you can tell by the sweet fucking intro of, of, of Baywatch, which I, I said before on previous episodes, I used to sing. I used to do like mystery science theater commentary mm-hmm. on the intro. Like when they would say, I'm always ready. I'm always out of And then all of a sudden, like something like there'll be a shot of like David Hasselhoff running, and I'm like, oh, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> and then a shot of Pam Anderson, like, oh, I was ready for ready that. Ready for, so for that. I would always make little fucking jokes on just the intro of Baywatch. So fucking loved it. Every time I see this intro, it gets me super fucking excited. Cool. And my excitement never fucking ceased during this entire fucking episode. Like I said, this is like right before the sweet spot of the entire series. And we kick the whole thing off with a man riding a motorbike on the beach, <laughs> which we know is not legal. No. But you can apparently ride a horse. Yeah, I, I think that's a little bit more dangerous. Yeah, it's like a small fucking dinosaur that can <laughs> kick fucking kids in the head. Yeah. That can, that's no problem. Yep. Because it's just a fucking beast that just does whatever the fuck it wants. Mm-hmm. It's shitting everywhere. That motorcycle didn't poop on anything. Mm-hmm. This is very true. But uh, John Decord is the one riding the horse and comes in to save the day. And uh, Pam Anderson didn't need no saving. Well, and that's it. And that's the thing too. Like they they have some sort of thing. And like I had to look back in the IMDb because that 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 switch over from NBC to like syndication. It's, it's, it's very muddled. A lot of the characters are very muddled. And I don't know if there was actually an on-screen thing with John D. Court and C.J. Parker. I don't know if that was ever like on camera. I yeah. think it was just something that was just invented. For this a, backstory? For this backstory. Okay. To tell what we needed to tell here. Because I, I think like, the whole reason that C.J. got involved with, with, with being a lifeguard is that they, there was like a big two-parter and she was like some river rafting guide and she helped him out and they're like, oh, you're pretty pretty handy. You should be a lifeguard. And she's like, okay, I'll go do that. And then she, and it was like a season finale and then the next season she was a part of the cast. Huh. Like she was debuted at the end of one season and then there and then John D. Court was also on that same episode, but I don't know if they had a thing going on. Like I said, it's very muddled. We're getting into the sweet spot. We're getting sorry. into one. I'm sorry. Are, are, you, are you still on the podcast? So, I mean, arguably. Okay. All right. But uh, we'll get into the wrestling part. Maybe that'll maybe maybe that'll, that'll pull you back in. It won't. So, okay. Actually, the, the giant Gonzalez stuff was awesome. Yeah, because we get to see uh, Manuel, the Argentinian giant. Yeah. Uh, the Hoff is uh, he's just like very much like what giants don't exist. Like motherfucker, do you 
not believe that tall people exist? <laughs> like, it, you could, like... You think you're the tallest man alive, David Hasselhoff? Yeah, that's what he thinks. Like, <laughs> if you took Mitch Buchanan to see the NBA, he'd be like, what are these <laughs> fucking giants? <laughs> I didn't know that these giants named Kareem Abdul-Jabbar <laughs> exist. Oh my goodness! He's also super fucking cheap because he doesn't want to break off a dollar to see this giant. No, to, to prove, to, to to find out if actually giant people are alive. Like, yeah. now granted, there's no Kareem at the time, so he'd be like, "What, Vladdy Divots? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good pull, good pull." <laughs> I know my early '90s Lakers. Mm-hmm. Okay, fuck it. I'm surprised Byron Scott didn't come walking <laughs> by. <laughs> I'm sure Michael Cooper would have treated yeah, me well a lot better. <laughs> But anyways, John Gonzalez wearing the WWF suit. Like you should. Like you should. Um, and like like I said, this this show came out at like days before he's released with WWF. Like WWF, early 90s, hurting. Hurting for money mm-hmm. and cash and whatever they can do to get in the mainstream as much as possible. They have a character <laughs> that's going to appear on Baywatch, which is getting close to being one of the most successful TV shows in the world, the world. And they can't hang on to that motherfucker for another couple months to get some publicity out of it. <laughs> that's how bad John Gonzalez was in the ring that I can only believe that's why. Yeah. No, he was God awful. I mean, I mean, it's not like he was a better actor, but that's a debatable point. <laughs> it's not. I sure it's not. Okay. I don't, have you seen the episode of Baywatch? I have, and <laughs> and I am still perplexed on what is a lifeguard's jur- jurisdiction because <laughs> he's just... catching pulls out his badge and is like, "I need to see a permit." Like, wait a minute, like, I didn't <laughs> it's re- on the dock. It's part of the beach. Okay, all right. I mean, but it's 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 they always play very loosey goosey. Yeah, no, I'm I'm sure he had no jurisdiction here. He was just like. All right, free throw shot. Here we go. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Shotgun effect. And I like how he's like. Oh, I can't do anything. He's got a permit. I I like that. Uh, does not believe in giants. Yeah. Pays dollar he does not want to spend. Uh-huh. Sees giant, unimpressed with giant. Uh-huh. Going to save the day now. I don't understand how we go through these gamuts so that's quickly. How the fucking Hoff works, my friend. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, oh. You mean a tall person? Oh, so it leads me to believe he doesn't know what the word giant means. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll buy that. I can see Mitch Buchanan not understanding what Giant is. Though, one of the, my favorite parts of this whole episode is right here where the kid tries to give John Gonzalez a snow cone. Mm-hmm. And, like, for a second, he looks at it really sadly and then reaches his hand out but doesn't take the snow cone. But all I want in the world now is a T-shirt of that just that one still shot of snow cone and cage, Giant Gonzalez sad but reaching for it, and that's it. I just want that on a T-shirt, and I feel like... You know, it'd be complete. And go ahead and cash out after that. I, I know it should be written on that shirt, but I, we're not there we're yet. We're not there I, yet. I, 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 want, I, I want to get to it, <laughs> okay. and I'm going to we'll tell you, I, I, I've got to design some more shirts for the end of the year. <laughs> like, I'm, uh, you're, you're going to like this new tent. In the, in the black and white stylings of, like, the John Lennon New York City shirt. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, we, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it because I already know it should be. Okay. On that shirt, and I don't want to ruin where we're at because we're not there okay. yet. Okay, but I I do want to talk about how Mitch Buchanan's like. Well, he's got a permit. No, yep. what does that fucking permit say? Like <laughs> I can keep a human being in a fucking cage. Well, like- it's established that he can open the cage if he wants to because he yells at him for not chasing the kids. Okay, so I mean, but but, but then again, like, 
I don't, he, just, he, he called him stupid, so you're gonna go, you're gonna fucking go after him. But that guy's like five foot two. John Gonzalez is a giant, and I know you don't know what that means, but I think he can handle himself when need be. No. But yeah, just you know, Hoff thinking everybody needs saving. I know. But who does need saving <laughs> is John Court <laughs> from this fucking double entendre. <laughs> when he says, don't make me pull up my branding iron. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. That, that falls in the Mark Madden category, <laughs> <laughs> if you remember from last you, week. <laughs> we talk about your dick or like real, real branding iron, brother. Mm-hmm. You dress like a cowboy. Uh, also, too... We find out that Court is back to get his 10-day certification to be a lifeguard. Yeah. Um, He's got to do his, his obligatory 10 days. Yes. To, 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 to keep his certification, which, yeah. is, which is the thing. Yeah. I, I was certified as a lifeguard and had to do that. So you had to do it every year at least. Uh, but then that's like also kind of weird. Like, Does that mean he did his 10 days somewhere else or this has been a year or what? I mean, I thought this was the beginning of his 10 days. Yes, yeah, beginning of his 10 days, but this is his 10 days every year, every three years. Because oh, it seems like it's been a while since he's seen yeah. CJ. Oh, then I'm sure he's somewhere else because even at one point he talks about, well, I'll just go be a lifeguard elsewhere. Okay. Leads right. me to believe that he at one point was a lifeguard elsewhere. Okay. So he knows he can do that. Okay. Once again, we're very fuzzy on what lifeguards yeah, are. I don't, yeah. About a show about lifeguards. <laughs> about very loosey goosey. Very loosey goosey. Very loosey goosey. I don't know jurisdictions. But this is Because there seems to be zero police officers. Oh, yeah. Like they, they refer to him. Yeah. But he doesn't come in. Yeah. He's which, got a name. Yeah. Garner. Like we'll get Garner or send him to Garner. Yeah. Like they reference Garner, but he never comes in, which yeah. is like a big rule of improv. Like don't <laughs> reference somebody who's not in the yeah, scene. Yeah, you can't get in there. But Baywatch, we're breaking all don't those care. rules. Breaking all Guys, the rules. there's slow-mo titties here. Also, also, too, one of the biggest rules is you fucking, if Michael fucking Newman sticks his hand out. Holy fuck. To shake your hand. You shake that man's fucking hand. It, it, and and you as fucking stand buyers, if you see that, <laughs> you stop everything. You don't just shrug your shoulders and be like, oh, well. He just didn't shake Numi's hand. No, fuck that. Michael Newman is a national fucking treasure. <laughs> we stopped this episode and we talk about what the fuck just happened yeah. here. Mm. See, mm-hmm. I thought he just had heat with him because I am not to the point yet. We have not come to the reveal. I was like, oh, he just fucking shit on this dude and smiled at him at the same time. This guy's hard fucking core. Yeah, and it's, it's Michael fucking Newman, as I've told you. <laughs> not just a dude. He's the fucking man. He was yeah. also a firefighter and a real life lifeguard. He's... The fucking man. The fucking man. And I know he's had a bad stint of health, so send your prayers out to Michael Newman. <laughs> Shake his hand if you come across him. Shake his goddamn hand. Shake it. Um, which, that was odd that I said that because he has Parkinson's. That's his mouth. That's I just... Don't worry. We're getting all sorts of shitty puns here in a little ah! bit. Don't worry. This shit's just begun. I fucking love you, Michael Newman. Um... Hobie, not so much. Yeah, but fuck this little shit. <laughs> he starts hanging out with John Gonzalez. They find him underneath the pier. You know where giants live. Avery has a, a pelican. Hobie's friends think that he's going to eat the pelican, when in actuality, as John Gonzalez says, I love Hollow House. Hollow <laughs> <laughs> House. I, I love House. <laughs> and, like, he's underneath the pier, had a good time with Hobie, and then all of a sudden, uh, Latino Harvey Wilpman <laughs> yeah. yells down at him. 
<laughs> and then we cut to a montage of John D. Court, like just checking out women very yeah. creepily. Being real problematic. And then missing a fucking rescue and then stumbling and bumbling around. I love the cut between these little girls drowning and this guy's fuck idea mm-hmm. of just like sexy music, two girls drowning, sexy music. Hey, there's little children in that water drowning, sexy music. There's Pamela Anderson running mm-hmm. fast most. So, you know, it's serious, mm-hmm. serious, real life, real time. Mm-hmm. And serious. then he just starts football tackling people like, and then checks on them. Yeah. Like, Whatever. And then, of course, typical Baywatch fashion, we take a commercial break during CPR. Yeah. I mean, what if the, this whole thing would have taken a weird turn if that kid would have died? Which, to me, thinks I think that should that kid should have died because we need a serious moment to make this shit occur. Mm-hmm. There's no catalyst yet. Absolutely. But it's Baywatch. we got to keep it light because sometimes this is on at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. You can't yeah. be killing kids at 4 o'clock yeah, in the yeah. afternoon. Can't be doing that. Cannot be doing it. Uh, but what we can do is having Johnny Gonzalez having a dialogue with Colombian Harvey Whippleman. Um, <laughs> trust me, I have plenty of yeah. fucking lines like this. And from what it looked like, he paid him like seven bucks yeah. for his day wages. And and he's just yelling at him about like liking pelicans, and he's just like, I really like pelicans. Yeah. <laughs> he, he breaks his pelican. Which I feel like the real tragedy, because... John Gonzalez, Jorge Gonzalez, was a basketball player. And he was... he was What? Yeah, you didn't know that? He was a basketball player. That's... He... They couldn't hot. run, couldn't really dribble they, much. They, they, they just chucked it to him. And- yeah. He was an Argentinian basketball player, and the Atlanta Hawks brought him in. And since Ted Turner owned the Hawks, oh. they, they were like, let's see what we can do with him. And they realized he's not a good basketball player. They're like, fucking nothing. Let's put him in a wrestling suit. Exactly. That's exactly what they did. But I feel like... If he instead of playing for the Hawks, if he would have played for the New Orleans Pelicans, oh, he could come back. He he well, he would now. find the love of the game. Yeah. So I think that's really the issue is, um, but I want to talk about. What I really want to fucking talk about. God damn it! And and and, and it leads into another discussion. <coughs> Excuse me. Is the shirt that John Gonzalez is wearing in the scene? Uh, which, oh, he's wearing a big dog T-shirt. Which yeah, which it says. Got them big dog blues. Yes. Which, for fat people like me, we know all about big dog. And also another thing, too, about big dogs. That brings up to our sponsor of the day. Jesus. We we have a, a sponsor that jumped on board. How did this get booked? Because if you got them big dog blues, make sure you pick up Doggy Prozac. Because sometimes... Life gets rough, even for your canine friend. And as we all know, Big Pharma is all about increasing their profit revenue. And because they've been killing all their customers with fentanyl, they realize that they need to up their customer base. And with people dying left and right because of Big Pharma, they're going to start prescribing your dog Prozac. And eventually we'll get to fentanyl and all the other dangerous drugs. <laughs> but we got to start with Prozac. we got to make those dogs Feel good saying I, I you're not a dog owner. But, I am not a dog but owner, but are, I do love dogs. You do love dogs, and if they're sad oh. and they're droopy, and you see those old bloodhounds and they're down and they're mm-hmm. out and they got their ears going down, how are you going to make them happy? Well, at first I didn't know that I could, but then I found Puppy Prozac. 
That's where you take puppy Prozac. You just pop them in. And of course, you got to chew it. Make sure they yeah. swallow. I put mine in a scoop of peanut butter. It makes it go down a little bit better. Yeah, it crunches it up. That's what my mom used to do with me. So mm-hmm. if it's good enough for me, it's good enough for your canine, Doggy Prozac. Because if you got them old big dog blues, and if life is rough, just have a Doggy Prozac. Rough. <laughs> Thank you again for coming on and joining us, a sponsor. Oh, Dr. thank Progress. you so much, big thank dog. Thank you so much. You keep this podcast moving, moving right along, and we're going to move this episode. Is there right a uh, is there a promo code for anyone to find? Oh, online? we should. I, I thank you so much. I'm no sorry, problem. We, we haven't had a lot, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of issues. It's basically, um, it is promo code. Uh, how did the skip book rough? Is that it's R U F F? Yes, R U F F. It's how did this get booked? All, all, all more because it, it, it's it's not a HDTGB. No, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. It's no, no. how did this get booked? All one no. word. That one was taken. That was taken. That was <laughs> taken already. And I'll see the word. How did this get booked? Also, it was taken. It's it, weird. It, I don't it's understand. Weird. You know, HDGIM. Like, yeah. That's already taken. So we just we just do how did this get booked? Rough. Rough. That is the promo code. If you want to use it and yeah. go online and make sure you check that out, it help us out tremendously. Um, but tremendously. After his wooden pelican is destroyed, fucking pelican, giant Gonzalez just nuzzles that wood pelican. <laughs> what the fuck? To show you how much he loves pelicans. He's he's a giant, but he's a gentle one. He's so fucking gentle, so fucking gentle. But uh, John T. Court is not very gentle with his lies. No, he 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 basically bullshits his way through the physical. Like how he's like, oh, I took the physical. Like, as if they're not going to check. No, he was right. No, he's, he, he did all that. He did do yeah, the physical? Yeah, yeah. But he, gets everything, he got everything else right. Uh-huh. But, yeah. but, but he's fucking going blind, as we Because, because uh, they explain it later in the doctor's office. Okay. That uh, he can see, the, the gamut in which he can see is dead ahead. Uh-huh. And that is 2020. Uh-huh. He has zero peripheral. Uh-huh. So he's not able to see things that happen around it. So he but just if he's ex- looking dead at the thing, uh, he can see it. Okay, okay, okay. See, I, I just thought he was bullshitting his way through this. I'm no, like, no, how no. are you bullshitting? I, I did too at first. But, but at the same time too, when you check the eye thing, that you check you the fucking lights over, yeah. you do peripherals. He so must we, have just given him the fucking stand at this line, look at this. What's that? What's the smallest letter you can read? Gimmick. Yeah, or, yeah, but that's... Basically, he got a sports physical to save lives. Yeah, which, come on. Probably didn't even get his balls grabbed. Come on, L.A. Test. County fucking lifeguards. <laughs> yeah. You got to do a better job with your fucking physicals. Get your shit together. You shouldn't be going to specialists at UCSA, UCLA. But mm. we're not there yet. Where we are at is um, I, I, me making a, an apology. Because when I was first talked about this episode on like 10 Bell Pause episode, I thought this. <laughs> I remember this episode going down very differently. <laughs> I thought CJ. This was the episode where CJ fell in love with a uh, small person from the circus. I forgot that there's a different circus episode of Baywatch's Run. Jesus fuck, <laughs> Christ. CJ. So like, I didn't realize like, oh shit, this is the one where she falls in love with John D. Court. So yeah, there's so a the, different midget. The Baywatch circus episode they kind of flow together. It's just this <laughs> is the one that has John Gonzalez in it. Yeah. So. I, I Instead of a midget, there's a tall man. So, li- listeners of Ten Bell Pod, mm. this is my retraction. Same, uh, same guy running the show, though. Same guy running the show. Also has a permit. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and then, of course, the riding a horse on a beach, which I don't know is is still. still but I mean, 
he's in her jurisdiction now, so she lets it go. I mean, that's just corruption, but you know, that's on a lower level, I would think. It's corruption for romance. Yeah. And they go to a, a lovely little picnic mm-hmm. where he pours her A&W root beer <laughs> what, like, into a wine glass, into a martini glass, really. I mean, then I, I, now the, the only thing I can take from it is that she's on duty or straight edge. So. Which, if we know anything about Pam Anderson, <laughs> she is not. Not a straight edge. Yeah. Okay? Like, not. That is for sure one thing she's not. Um, but one thing we, we can't really decipher is whether or not John Gonzalez is saying uh, driftwood <laughs> or grapefruit. Like, I couldn't tell... What he what he was looking for? I like to believe that he thinks that wood is a grapefruit. I I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. I've carved all these pelicans out of grapefruits, mm-hmm. and apparently Venezuelan Bruno Lauer is drunk, and <laughs> Hobie is able to go spend the fucking day with old uh, Manny out on the town, and that's when the song "Fuck You," no, fuck, fuck, you. fuck this. You. I knew this would cause an argument. Fuck, fuck this you. show. Fuck you. This is why this fucking show is awesome. Fuck you. Fucking Christ. No. Fuck you, Zane Riley. Fuck. This whole, the whole way this part goes down is the creepiest goddamn thing. They wrote this fucking song for this fucking episode. They created original fucking music for this fucking episode. Because no one else would write a goddamn song about a pelican man. Fucking right they won't, because it doesn't fucking apply to anything else other than this fucking thing right here. Because people don't like fucking pelicans. Because that kind of person doesn't fucking exist. Well, maybe you and me can't be fucking friends. That's fine. Because, you know what? To quote the fucking song, <clears throat> everyone needs a friend, even the <laughs> pelican man. Yes! Yes, we do, and even him. That is what should be on the fucking shirt. It's going to have to be. That is what the fucking give me. It's going to at least say the pelican man. <laughs> it's going to be everybody needs a friend, even the pelican man. Uh, and it's not so much the song. I mean, it does not help. But the rest of this is just the child failing awfully at carnival games and then tugging on Giant Gonzalez like some sort of Frankenstein's monster to fucking play the game for him. That guy's an inside shooter. Mm-hmm. He knows the deals. Yeah, he knows He's the out tricks. here winning them all. Yeah. Although I... And each time he wins, he hands the kid the prize and then looks at him like he's about to eat him. Wide-eyed, like, I have no clue why I am here. I will devour this child now. Because fucking Venezuelan Bruno Law is drunk and he has <laughs> yeah. his only friend that he has. And now he's a new friend. Because real... everybody needs a friend. Even, even the, the Pelican, Pelican man. man. So does he go around town to town just befriending small children? No, this is the first this one. Is first that time? Has, this is the first time with his friend. First time. Yes, he knows all the tricks. Although I would have loved to seen one that like he... like gets because he's super tall and lanky. Yeah. Like the basket, he should have just reached over yeah, and exactly, dropped it yeah. in. That's what he should have It done. should have been all of them. Yeah, it should have been all of them in that, but like the fact that he's really good at the frog game. Or or like one where like he obviously failed, but then the person was so scared of him, he handed over the prize anyway. Yeah, that would have been a good one too. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, he could have won some of them, but some he should have like, like the ball throw where he had to knock the cans over. Like, he should have missed, but then jumped up and down, and they fell over. Stupid shit like that. 
I mean, but he's a Pelican man. He can do what the fuck he feels, I suppose. Friend. Everyone needs Pelican a friend. Pelican man. Even do they write new songs for everyone in every episode? Sometimes, yeah. Okay, I didn't know that was like an ongoing gimmick of theirs. Yeah, they fucking, sometimes they, they craft fucking original songs okay. that speak to the actual situation and emotional tenor of the situation. All right. That's why fucking Baywatch was one of the number one fucking shows in the entire world at one point in time. Not because of the titties. Well, I mean, that helped. I mean, yeah, definitely. There. And also, too, Michael Newman, fucking... <laughs> oh, M. Nooms. Fucking genuine fucking badass. Yep. You know? Just <laughs> fucking saying. Just fucking saying. So, this is where we find out more about Court's blindness, which is very, very oddly selective. Almost like I feel like it's made up. So, oh, this is where is this where we're at? Uh, we're in Hasselhoff's office. Uh, and Pamela's complaining about yes. So let's let okay. Let's unpack this. I think I know you were going. I'll go ahead. So I'll, I'll give you this. I will fucking give you this, but you will not disperse the good name of all the composer. All of a sudden, okay. All of a sudden, we're gonna forget that fucking old court here rides a fucking horse, and we're gonna talk about how he almost hit somebody on his motorcycle that she was riding on. We're just gonna forget Apaches around. What the fuck? Did they just blow it? Did they just fuck up? And like, does he drive a motorcycle or a horse? A uh, motorcycle? Fucking put it in there. Because this is the first time we've heard anything of a horse, of a motorcycle. He's that much of a badass. There's <laughs> only two forms of transportation which, is which this I, horse and a motorcycle. Which I feel that if he almost hit somebody on this motorcycle, this is the scene we should have gotten rather than him knocking over root beer out of wine glasses. We should have seen him almost eat somebody's breakfast on a motorcycle. Or the horse. I mean, this is just as dangerous as we've established. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to go in a different direction on the scene because I saw it a little bit differently. Okay. I bought that he's such a badass that he has a horse and a motorcycle. Now, how he got both of them into town at the same time? <laughs> yes. Like, without, like a pickup truck. Which leads which? Yeah, like... If you said his pickup truck and he had a trailer and he brought the horse, that all makes sense. I don't know if you're really hooking up a trailer that can haul a horse. Or a horse hauling a motorcycle. Yeah, I don't know how that all works, but I'm going to allow it. I, I will allow it in Baywatch world. But when she goes, we're talking about, you know, Mitch, I think he's blind. And Mitch is like, yeah, I know. And then she's just like, yeah, but also... <laughs> Here's this other situation where I think he's blind. I was like, what's the also? Yeah. That's just like in continuation. Yeah. We've confirmed. You've you've said that he's blind. He's like, yeah, I know. She goes, but also Mitch. Mitch's <laughs> like, bitch, I didn't argue. Yeah. The but also? <laughs> Who's she expecting a, I don't know. Yeah. That's the thing. The, the but also is like, they're like, oh, there's something else going on <laughs> other than blindness. Also, he's on meth. Yeah, exactly. Like it, that's what the but also that's oh, yeah. a whole new issue impl- should have implied is like but also this blindness is just the tip of the iceberg of this fucking man. Yeah. So, yeah. Don't get it. Don't get it. Um, but Mitch knows a guy. Yeah, knows a guy. Mitch knew a guy when that bitch had cancer. Also, too fucking Mitch knows everybody. Yeah. Well, I mean, L.A. County lifeguard. <laughs> flashing that badge around you're yeah. gonna get some good doctors you're yeah. gonna get some good doctors also too he knocks down court with which is a real good scene yeah, that's fun let's not forget that let's that was that, that literally that was probably legitimately the most fun of this whole thing <laughs> just <laughs> 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 
If your eyes weren't fucked up, you'd have seen that coming. I don't know, man. You were real close. Yeah. <laughs> you were real close. Also, too, you're my goddamn friend. I didn't yeah. expect you to fucking hit me. Like, if you and I are just hanging out watching yeah. TV and you just, like, fucking pounce me, <laughs> you wouldn't be like, well, if your eyes were working, you would have fucking saw. No, motherfucker, you're my friend and in my house, I didn't expect you to fucking pounce you, me. You wouldn't think, like, I couldn't just be like, hey, you see that? See what? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, and then slap me across the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, you know, I couldn't just get your attention some other way other than knock you the fuck out. Yeah. And oh. brother goes down hard. Hard. He eats shit into the side of that desk. And he, and like, Mitch just like pats him with it. Yeah. He didn't even like swing hard. <laughs> like, he didn't like come at it like fucking Ice Cube onto Debo, like from yeah. fucking downtown. He didn't come that no. way with it. So, yeah, that all happened. Um, yeah. So then we get to Manny underneath the pier in his carving wo- uh, workshop. Learn the story of his dad. Yeah, the story of his dad. And then, of course, uh, you know, Hobie's like, why are you still around fucking Brazilian Bruno Lauer? And, like, <laughs> and, and Manny's just like, uh, what else am I going to do? And I'm like, and he's just like, I can't do anything else. Motherfucker, you have a workshop. <laughs> yeah. now, granted, your workshop gets washed away every time high tide <laughs> comes in because it's underneath the fucking pier. I'll give you that. But somehow you managed to build a workshop. You build a workshop. In wor- which to build other fucking pelicans. You clearly have a skill yeah. that require you. You can do other work because you have a workshop <laughs> yeah. that you have to rebuild every time high tide comes through. <laughs> so... I don't know where he's like, what else am I supposed to do? (laughs) Well, don't be a teacher. That's for sure. That is, that is for sure. You have a trade, you have a skill and you're just like, I don't have any trades or skill. (laughs) And all of a sudden, like Hobie's like, ah, wood carving's a skill. And he goes, is it? Yeah. I've just always done this. (laughs) Uh, But then we get the UCLA doctor and, the doctor trying to preserve doctor patient confidentiality in court's like, nah, Mitch's family. Come on in. Yeah. Mitch is cool, man. I mean, what's the worst could be happening right now? No, I'm just gonna I'm going blind and there's no <laughs> cure for it, and this guy's my future employer. Oh, great. <laughs> I rescind that invitation to hear my medical records. We have to sue you now, Mitch. You have understand. I have to sue you. And then of course they cue the soap opera music into commercial break. So does every episode have something tragic occur? With Mitch, his friends, because old girl had cancer. This guy's blind forever now. Well, you're you, or am I just lucking up? You you are seeing key episodes. Okay, they watch, and all of them end in tragedy. Hence, hence why the the pro wrestler episodes are so important to to Baywatch. They are the key episodes. <laughs> the the I, I, listen, I'm their target demographic, and I'm a huge pro wrestling fan. They. They've got to put a wrestler in to ensure that I'm going to watch the program mm. and to ensure that I continue to watch the program. They give give us the juiciest of nuggets of storylines in the wrestler episodes. Oh. So you'll come back. I will come back now to see what happens. With Sans John wrestler. Yeah. With John D. Court, which we will get into at the end of this episode. Fucking Lord. No, you, you're going to want to fucking hear this. All right. Did you look up this uh, eye disease? Uh, I did not look up this eye disease. Okay. I don't have signal in your house, so I would. No, no, no. And I will need you to vamp for time because I I forgot to print off something. Okay. Uh, uh, Because I'll I'll have to read it from my phone, though. Okay. Trust me. So when we get to that point, I'm going to have you vamp a little bit for time. Oh, uh, great. You should have caught me on something else. Okay. I got it. Trust me. Trust me. It's going to be fucking good. 
Uh, it, it will be fucking worth it. All right. The, the few seconds that you'll have to vamp. Okay. We're not there. We're not there. We're not All there. Right. We're not there. Um, so that's, uh, I just find it, I, I have a little note in here that uh, it's confusing me, but now I think I got it. It's just talking about how CJ, a lifeguard is dating a guy who's going blind. <laughs> that's so <laughs> such poetic. It's something. It's it's poetic. It's very ironic. It's very it's beautifully written. So beautiful. I mean, and then of course Court's like she doesn't deserve a blind man. But as I just referenced earlier, she falls in love with the midget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in a different her, circus episode. Her fucking her view is is skewed here when it comes to love. But see, here's the thing. If you're a young kid like me who feels very awkward, he's got ugly looking glasses, he's got hair that's going to fall out anyways, and that's probably the best thing that happens to him, and your name is Jacob Falvahuckin, and um, you feel like an outcast, you feel like a misfit, but yet you're seeing the beautiful and gorgeous Pamela Anderson fall in love with a misfit, a blind man. He ain't going to be seeing much longer. A midget. <laughs> it gives you hope. Yeah. It gives you hope. <laughs> Tommy Lee. You know, just and all Tommy, kinds of scum. And then the thing, even in the real life, Tommy Lee, old hepatitis Tommy Lee. Yeah. Hepatitis gives, Lee. Gives you fucking hope. That's what this that's what this show does. It provides tremendous musical soundtrack and hope. <laughs> Jesus fuck me. Uh <sighs> then we cut to Manny on a pier and Oh, we gotta go back. We in this scene here, we hit so many bad seeing puns that is just fucking terrible. We were shy of, I didn't see that coming. It was the only other one. Like, and then like, he's total fuck boy about all of this. Like at first she's like, last week you wanted to stay with me forever. And he's like, that's this week though. Mm. <laughs> Jesus. Heart, well, he's got, he's got to be tough. He's got to push her away. Cause she deserves better. Even though she's going to hook up with the midget. Yeah. She's, like, she's going to hook up with the he's midget. He's clearly disposable. Yeah. So, just saying. But uh, then we cut to Manny on the pier, and yeah. the most stereotypical gang members come up and scare Manny to all fall want, over the edge. All they wanted was a Pepsi. Just one Pepsi. Mom wouldn't let me. Nope. Not at all. And then Hoff and the Newman save the day. Yep. Which, Manny could stand up. Yeah. He's tall enough to stand under that. He's lived under that pier for days. His workshop is just right over there in the water. He, he, he just crap onto that. Yeah, he just it's crap onto his, Yeah, it's just There's a wooden right pelican by. coming through here soon. I got that guy. <laughs> I got uh, my whole workshop is just being washed out to the ocean right now. I'll just grab one of these wood pelicans as a life preserver. <laughs> and I'm in. fine. If anything, Mitch, you diving in, you're going to hit like some yeah. of my tools. You're going to yeah. hit, hit my fucking lave. You know, <laughs> like you're going to knock your head real hard. <laughs> My hand chisel. It's, it's ruined because of you, Mitch. <laughs> For you jumping off. <laughs> Come on, Mitch. But uh, this episode, we get the CJ in the locker room and fucking that outfit. Like her outfits over this whole episode. Are this just, odd aerobic flowery thing. Yeah. They're just all over the place and I fucking love it. Yeah. And then like he slams the door and she goes stop it you're scaring me <laughs> I'm like well i mean he's just slamming something it's not he's making sure his hearing still works sweetheart pam i, I know this is pre-tommy lee you're gonna get scared a lot more yeah than if you're scared by this that's a locker door with a tricky lock on it that yeah, catch doesn't always get right you gotta slam be, it sometimes there's, there's gonna be a lot scarier things coming yeah. in your future like 
It's like fucking Tommy Lee's leg dick. One of your husband's best friends killed a man. So <laughs> just I'm not even gonna follow that up with an allegedly. Uh, yeah, not. Well, I mean, he was in court. Yeah. <laughs> like, he did community service for it. <laughs> I believe there's a plea of guilty. So I, I don't think it's slander. I'm pretty sure it's not no, no, slander because it's factual. They're not. Li- they're not listening. Listen, if Judd Nelson was able to say it in Airheads, I'm allowed to say it on this podcast. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Vince Neil killed a man. Hey. That's something that said. Not he didn't say allegedly. The he classic said, airheads defense. Fucking Judd Nelson, flat out said Vince Neil killed a man. Didn't say allegedly <laughs> at all. He just fucking said it because he could. Because it could. Because it happened. Because it fucking happened. Vince Neil killed a man. Um. So yeah, so Court just kind of like pushes CJ away, and he's just like, nah. I got shit I got to do. Yeah. I'm going blind and being with you, the woman I just, who I love, is not one of the things I want to do. I just don't see us working out. Great fucking writing. Fucking, fucking great writing. Great writing. Great. Now, I just saw fucking Mike uh, Birbiglia do a show that's full of shit like that. I'm just saying Mike Birbiglia could fucking write a Baywatch episode. Oh, I've, and I would probably watch that one. So, uh, I... See, I, here's where I disagree. Okay. If I'm going to go blind, and I've got Pam Anderson wanting it right now, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you stay with her? Why wouldn't you be with her so you get her at the hot times? Then, you know, when age does what age does, she kind of goes a little downhill. You're going blind. You won't fucking know. She'll still be, she loves you so much, she'll be taking care of you. What the fuck? We're, what's wrong with you? It's it's a fucking win win. It is win. You're gonna you're gonna see her during if, her hottest times, and when she, when the lights start going when out, barbed for wire you, happens, and then yeah, when yeah, the lights are going up for you, <laughs> and barbed wire happens, buddy, you're you're set, you're saved. But no, no. you want to be a bitch about it. No, definitely not. <sighs> yeah, it's that is best case scenario. Yeah, that's exactly what you fucking want to do. But we'll get into what John Court does in a little bit. Um, but once you, we get to the stand, <laughs> Pelican man stand, the Pelican man stand. And all of a sudden, like, man, is like, oh shit. <laughs> I fucking realize what my You're fucking right. talent is. I do have a skill. And then they talk about Manny breaking away from Guadalajara and Harvey Whippleman. <laughs> uh, and basically said he sat on him, sat on him. Sat so on him. you're going to sit on him anytime sooner. Yeah. They do kind of just let him go. He must have only been there for like 20 minutes. He must have done some real fucked up shit on stay on like on set. And they're like, we'll finish him off on after post. <laughs> Let's get him out of here. Yeah. He probably did some fucking romancing of the stone. And now and now all of a sudden, uh, oh, Hasselhoff's all cool to break out some money on a fucking Pelican. Yeah. And they didn't want to pay a dollar to see this man. Now so, you, just want to, you can pay all this money for a Pelican. Well, I mean... <laughs> I mean, given it's a good pelican. Yeah, it, for sure. For sure, he had a, he picked up a good, probably one of the better ones. But you know what he didn't do? What? Asked to see his goddamn permit. Because mm, he'd be a street peddler. That be. is a good point. That's a very good fucking. And you're gonna, <laughs> and you're gonna have to deal with him long after this fucking circus fucking leaves the pier. It would have been a real fucked up scenario after that, where he's like, "I'm gonna see your permit." He's like, "Oh, I don't have a permit." And then, they're like, all right, well, I'm gonna call the cops, and then he's deported. <laughs> be real fucked up. All because Mitch Buchanan is a piece of shit. Yeah, but you know what? Those type of storylines, that's Baywatch They brought you back. <laughs> they watch Nights. Nights. They watch Nights. That's where it gets dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and then fade out. 
the Hoff is singing the end credits. <laughs> Won't you reach out? Pelican my, man, take hold of my hand. Won't you reach out? Won't you reach out? And I'm caught in the current of love. <laughs> I fucking love Baywatch. I don't give a fuck what you think. Um. I'm gonna need you to vamp right here, right now. Okay. Tell me, tell the listening audience right. your entire thoughts, and I'm gonna go uninterrupted. Okay. You're gonna go un. You you. I'm gonna give you because I was not a 100 prepared. Okay. I was very Ben Stacy'd for this fucking episode. Uh, so I'm gonna give you a few <laughs> seconds to discuss your thoughts okay. on this episode of Baywatch. All right. Uninterrupted without me yelling at you. Fuck you. You're wrong. Okay. okay? I'm gonna cool, give cool, you those cool, seconds cool. because right. we're friends. All okay. Right. All right, I'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a podcast within a podcast. This podcast being called Wrestling with Baywatch. I am your host, Zane Riley. I am not a fan of Baywatch. I've never really watched it other than these episodes. Holy shit, you're already back. I was just in the beginning of it. I'll give it time. I'll give it time. Uh, this shit sucks, man. Don't, don't, be, don't buy into the hype. Uh, it's not what you remember. Don't live in your nostalgia. You're better than that. You're not cheap. Before the man takes me away and cuts off my microphone, hindering my freedom of speech. Don't t- shit. He's back. I gotta I'm go. I'm back. I'm back in. I'm back in. You ran. You son of a bitch. You ran out of fucking time. Uh, Baywatch was an inside job. That, it, <laughs> now, after we've discussed everything, we unfortunately know what happened to Giant Gonzalez. He passed away. Yeah, we did a whole podcast. You did a whole podcast about I it. Did I did a whole do podcast one podcast about, about which, it, which you know inspired this podcast, mm-hmm. and I'm so happy. That we took the time to talk about it and honoring Giant Gun- Gonzalez even more because I think it's a kind of a sleeper hit for Ten Bell Pod. Yeah, and I think this episode is a kid- <laughs> because he was the worst wrestler ever, but everyone loves Giant Gonzalez. Yeah, he's a fucking badass. Everybody he's loves such him. Such a fucking cool yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, carve the fuck out of a pelican. And of course, this episode is not a sl- sleeper hit; it's a continual hit <laughs> because we do nothing but put out hits here, mm-hmm. especially when we discuss Baywatch, mm-hmm. and we're going to discuss it a little bit further because, as I so said, so is this. Uh, wrestling with Baywatch Dark. Yes, this <laughs> Baywatch is, Nights. Th- this is how did this get book nights? Because, yeah. <laughs> uh, as I said before, John D. Cord is a recurring character, and this is where he kind of dips, you know, dips back in. He goes and, off to be blind. Yeah, he goes off to be blind. Now, um, it, he comes back because, like I said, that he endeared himself to the crowd, to the crew, and the writers, and everybody that ran the show because he spent all that time when the show was not at its that's most successful. So obviously, everybody liked him. They would bring this character of John D. Court back. Now, obviously, there's a lot of weight to the character now, and there's a lot of progression. So let me tell you what happens. Actually, John, the character of John D. Court comes back in season five, and when he comes back, um, he basically taught talks Mitch Buchanan into doing a dune buggy race in Mexico with him. Wait, he doesn't have eyes. Which is why he's talking Mitch Buchanan into coming to help him uh, drive the cart. Uh, but actually, this dune buggy race is a front for him to smuggle rare artifacts into the United States. <laughs> I'm back on board with with a court. Yep. Uh, and I find it funny. It's rare artifacts. Don't you mean drugs? You yeah. mean drugs. You, you mean, mean drugs? drugs? That's that. That would. You mean wooden pelicans with drugs in them? Yeah, that's that's really what you're smuggling into the country in this doom buggy race. But mm-hmm. because he's going blind, he needs somebody to help him. Mitch feels bad. He guilts him into it. Mitch finds out. You oh, know, because Mitch Buchanan 
uh, Dune buggy and a Dune buggy enthusiast. Yes, and then of course Mitch Buchanan finds out. Oh shit, you're smuggling! I'm gonna lose this badge. I won't be able to check people's permits anymore. <laughs> I'm not gonna be the hottest shit on the beach anymore. Now, the character of John D. Court comes back later in season five. Wait, he didn't go to prison? Apparently not. Apparently, Mitch Buchanan was able to set the record straight. Was able to put John D. Court on the straight and narrow, but. He did not see sunny times because, as you remember, he's going blind. He not. Which, oh, shit. We got something to talk about. Back to that here in a moment. Go, go ahead. Go, 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 go ahead. Uh, so they, they do that moment at the very end where him and Mitch are sitting around talking about how he's only got so many sunsets left to look at. Mm-hmm. And they're looking off. When they're looking from behind, there's a sunset going on. Uh, when facing them, it is noon. It is fucking daylight. And then we switch over to John Gonzalez watching, walking around on the pier. It is also daytime. They do not have time set up properly. Uh, it's it's sunset and daytime at the same time. Sure, it's not sunrise. Oh, but, well, he's talking about sunsets. I would hope not. Unless they went to like a... Sunset, sunrises, horses, motorcycles. You <laughs> can't be bogged down by the details. <laughs> but... Baywatch is in such a job. Season, later in season five. God. John D. Court makes his return to Baywatch. Now at this time... Born again Christian. Hmm? Are you got any other guesses? Uh, for real, get two more. Um, life jacket salesman. No. Oh no no no. Uh, 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 jet ski salesman. No. Nope. Mm. One more. Tour boat operator. Oh, I am sorry. <sighs> I'm sorry. You you are somewhat in the ballpark, mm. but you're still out, you're still outside. Eye doctor. You're. <laughs> You're still outside buying souvenirs. You have not worked your way not, into the ballpark, but you on. are on the grounds of the ballpark. Okay. <clears throat> now, at this moment in time of season five, CJ is now dating Matt Brody. Now Matt the Brody. Major, that major yeah, thing didn't no, work no, out? No, no, not yet. Uh, uh, still Matt, got some time. Matt is no longer with Summer. He's now with CJ. Oh, yeah. And in this episode where John Decourt uh, arrives again in season five, Matt and CJ find John D. Court now homeless yep. and almost completely blind living under her lifeguard tower. Wait. In which CJ questions his presence and is also brings up a slight case of jealousy in Matt. Wait, Matt's jealous of a homeless person? Who is blind? A blind Li- homeless person? Living underneath uh, CJ's tower. How did she not know he was there? That's another... You gotta watch the episode, my friend. Um, meanwhile, Kay introduces Mitch and Hobie to Nick, a ten-year-old boy dying from leukemia, and is what di- wrestler is in this fucking episode? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm a, it, 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 it's <laughs> definitely a key episode. Um, and uh, Nick uh, is dying from leukemia and desperately needs a bone marrow transplant within forty-eight hours. Mitch. And Court attempt to track down Nick's older brother, Jamie. <laughs> Wait, hold on. No, you hold on, because Jamie is an archaeological diver who has been kidnapped with his wife by a drug lord and his men looking to find a stash of narcotics in a wreckage 100 feet on the ocean floor. Hold on now. <laughs> I told you! I told you'd be worth it! Okay, so... <laughs> Wait. This all happens in 42 minutes? Yes, it does! That's why it's the fucking number one show in the world! Hold on now. Drug smugglers. 
Yes. So, so all I can figure happened is the way that uh, Court knows these people is that the salvage diver uh, got a bunch of antique artifacts. Yes. He then took the drugs from the drug lord, put one inside the other, and then had and then was just smuggling them around. And that's mm-hmm. how he just knows everybody, right? Mm-hmm. It's gotta be. Gotta be. Gotta be. There's too many coincidences in other seasons for this to occur. Because why would Mitch Buchanan need to bring a blind man along to find an archaeological diver? Yeah. A man that uses his eyes as a profession. Yes. But that archaeological diver is needed for <laughs> I mean, bone marrow tra- is needed for a bone marrow transplant for his brother who's dying of le- leukemia, who he doesn't realize is dying from leukemia and needs the bone marrow transplant in forty eight hours. Jesus Christ. Whatever. I'm not, what episode season is that? I see it. I got you in. I got you in. This is what they want. I'm, I'm gonna be bad about it. I'm not gonna be happy. I'm not gonna be like Think of that changed my life. This, no, 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 no. This is the like I said. This episode that we discussed today, it's a key episode. I want to see the obscurity of this man's downward spiral. You got to see this episode, and then it hooks you for those other episodes. This <laughs> this hooks you on, on most of season five. <laughs> Vince Russo write this one too. Fucking Vince Russo wishes he fucking wrote something this fucking good. <laughs> Goddamn, Eric Bischoff wishes he wrote something this good, or else he'd still be managing that's, SmackDown. That's why they gave Bruce Pritchard his job. Yeah, exactly, because Bruce Pritchard would have got this right, and so would Mike Birbiglia. And uh, for those who's listening, uh, it's very topical at the time as we recorded this uh, almost a month ago <laughs> from mm-hmm. when you're hearing it. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm all bay watched out. Give me the fuck out of here. For right now. Right, we we still got the Shawn Michaels, uh, Debbie Reynolds episode. I, I I think there might be one or two more yet, um, but it, we're we're gonna circle back to Baywatch. Be on the lookout for our other podcast, Baywatch. Baywatch podcast. <laughs> how did this get booked? <laughs> nights. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a how did this get booked nights? It's only Baywatch podcast. <laughs> But it's like we should do it, crime our, our new favorite podcast, Crime and Sports style, where you have all the information and you just fucking tell me about it and I just react. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we and of course, we we won't have a silver haired white man. No, we'll just have a hairy chest white man. Yep, <laughs> middle aged hairy chest white man who comes in and saves the day for everybody. Yeah. yeah. So, and... but we'll have characters to ask, "How did you arrive here? Mm-hmm. How did you come to arrive here?" Just get on Crime and Sports, guys. <laughs> yeah, welcome to our 45-minute you, podcast, but mo- I actually listen to a different podcast. Mo- most people are on Small Town Murder, but why do you want to hear people who are not famous doing shitty things when you can hear about fucking famous people, Super Bowl winners, people mm. who had the world in the palm of their hand, and they fucked it all up? The so. newest episodes are uh, Dennis Rodman and BJ Penn. I listened to Dennis Rodman. I'm really excited about BJ Penn. Yeah, I haven't listened to Dennis Rodman it's yet. Good. I okay. I'm, I'm looking forward. To it. I just listened to Doc Gooden. It's a, it's a three hour piece too. Oh, there's a Doc Gooden. Oh, that, that came out last week. So just uh, just check out Crime and Sports, but also too, most importantly, <laughs> check out us. Yeah, please. Uh, but uh, I know they're putting us over on their podcast, even though they just did the comedy festival here that you missed. I fucking missed an opportunity to meet them. Yeah, and I'm very upset about that. But I did. Uh, email them and let them know whatever research they need for the wrestling episodes because they got fantastic wrestling episodes. So if I can check out all of those. I just listened to, I finished Carrie Von Eric this morning on accident. But not like it, I just randomly clicked on when it happened to be Carrie Von Eric. And I've I've listened to all of the Von Eric's, like the Heroes of World Class, the Viceland piece, all the shooter interviews and listened to their podcast I thought was quite good. Yeah. And also too, like, 
one of the guys that runs it and does all the research, he's got a fantastic Fritz von Erich impersonation. <laughs> so, if nothing else, there that yeah, there's there is that. So, I mean, as if we have this platform to do nothing else, <laughs> just put over good or good uh, good podcast. Good po- well, I mean, crime and sports is like the one that doesn't get a lot of listens. So, yeah. fuck small town murder. Even though yeah. it's the same guys. Crime and sports is where you want to be, especially if you listen to this podcast, you'll love crime and sports. Um, but if there's a Baywatch podcast that you can recommend to me, I will jump all over that shit. I'm looking for a new new um, podcast to listen to. So if anybody knows of a good Baywatch podcast, let me know. It's and called you, How Does This Get Booked Nights. It's, and if there isn't, well, there's going to be one very soon <laughs> called How Did This Get Booked Nights. Nights. Uh, but for now, uh, if you have any questions about, uh, how did this get booked daytime, <laughs> you can get at me on Twitter or Instagram at man scout Manning. Um, Oh, do you have, do you have anything? No, let's get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, we get the fuck out of here. Um, email me at manscoutmanning at yahoo.com for any other questions. Go to the, how did this get booked.com for all of my merch. Uh, big thank to Nick, Nick, Alex, Nick, Alessa. And um, Gabriel Kidd for leaving reviews. You can get a free How to This Get Book t-shirt or you can buy a How to This Get Book t-shirt at howtothisgetbook.com. Also, more information about upcoming shows. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, all the places where podcasts are available. And big thank you to sixsquirrelstudio.com because Don will help you with all of your podcast needs and make it sound good-er. This has been another edition of How Did This Get Booked.